boys and girls all over the world tune that dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel matt jimmy and shamlin i mean it's for some people, that's very common. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what that sound means? It means that it's time for the weekly watch wheel. Meow, where... meow, meow, meow. You, why are you gonna do that? I was just, I was just gonna do my thing. It's a sound. It's like the woo. It's time for the weekly watch wheel. Mm. Okay. No. Okay. Sorry. I'll tone down my enthusiasm. No, I like it. Let's keep it going. Actually, give me another one just for fun. Me, 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 me. Your daughter does that really well. My son lately has been talking about like, oh, I'm a bust that bungie. <laughs> Your and, daughter did it too. I think she actually started it. And I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm going to allow it. because mm. <laughs> They say all kinds of things to your bungie. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Watch Wheel, where we'll watch a movie. Damn, I was going to say Strictly Matt. You Do you want to do that? No. Go ahead. Nope. I want you to have it your way. No. Because you're my friend this and I Burger care. King, baby. Can you imagine if it was? Is that the have... people who do that? Yeah. Yes. They used to. They don't do that anymore? I don't think they say that anymore. If we could have it my way, it wouldn't be Burger King. Yeah. No one likes Burger King. Yeah. And then when they do, they're weird people. The people who work at Burger King have faces like, look, we get it. We're the only ones here on this exit, but what do you want? And I, I just respect somebody who who knows their place in the world. Uh, my name is Matt, and I'm here with my good friends, starting with Shanley. Shanley, how are you doing today? I'm Good. Good. I did a whole skincare routine just I mean, a little while ago, and I'm feeling like a new woman, feeling refreshed. Good. What is, what does that entail? A skin, what? Skin. So I double cleansed. Double cleansed. Yeah, I did an oil cleanser and then uh, another face wash. Very cool. Is that and why you look so shiny? I do look very shiny right now. Hmm, like a Christmas ornament. Uh, one of my favorite people I follow on Instagram, who's like big in skincare, she talks about um, wanting to look like a dewy dumpling, and I feel like a dewy dumpling right now. What the dewey hell dumpling? is a dewy dumpling? I'm shiny. I'm plump. I'm, my skin. We're is not smooth. asking to describe yourself. What is a dewy dumpling? What is a dewy dumpling? That, I've never, I've never heard that before. That's what she uses to describe. Oh, that's the just a word ideal. that she uses. Yes. Okay, I thought that was like a thing. Oh, like no. a product. It's not a thing, it's a thing that she says nice. all the time. Dewey Dumpling sounds like a singer from the fifties. <laughs> like a like a child singer. Yeah. Little Dewey Dumpling. <laughs> Boys and girls, rise to your feet and welcome to the stage, everyone's favorite boy, Dewey Dumpling. Wow. I'm Gotham City's cutie pie. What are you looking at? I looked up Dewey Dumpling. Don't Google image that. I did. (laughs) And it's all this same woman. Mm -hmm. Is that, that's the lady follow? Yep. What's her name? 
Namvel. I think her name is Dewey Dumpling. <laughs> okay. Well, when she says, I feel like a Dewey Dumpling, that's very apt. <laughs> One of the things says, delicious Dewey Dumpling. Hmm. I mean, I think we need to open up like a dim sum shack. Yeah, a shack. The Dewey Dumpling. That sounds to me like when when you're trying to figure out what to order at a dim sum place. Dewey Dumpling? Dare we? Dare we? <laughs> uh, I'm not just here with Shanley with the fresh skin, although I am, and it's good oh, to be sorry. with you, Shanley. Do you want to say more about your skin no, regimen? that's it. I did a whole thing. I'm feeling good. Feeling shiny. Feeling moisturized. You have, a, you have a dewy... What? what a dumpling. Yes. I couldn't put... Yeah. I couldn't put words to it, but that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to say. That is exactly what I was going for, so that means the world to me, guys. You're nailing it, Shanley. Yeah. Thank you. Dumpling-esque. <laughs> but we're also here with Jimmy. Jimmy, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. You've been killing it. You've been jiu left, right, and center. Yeah, man. Just, you know, doing what I do. Just banging left and right, huh? Yeah, I've been kind of like a, like a bang dumpling. A banged dumpling. A banged dumpling, yes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, uh, no, things are good, man. You know, jujitsu is cool. Um, I restarted my favorite Zelda game, A Link Between Worlds. Nice. And I'm also playing through Twilight Princess on the GameCube for the first time. And that game's a lot easier than I thought it would be, but it's kind of fun. It's cool. Oh, you haven't played it before. I've not played uh, Twilight Princess before, but I'm going through it now. It's the final 3D Zelda game on my completion list. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. How is it that you ridicule me for marginally enjoying My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? Because there's a, there's a character in it called Twilight Sparkle. And you play a video game called Twilight Princess. It's, it's not it's not that different. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> yes. So uh, you'll, ne- you'll never ridicule me again. No, I will. I'm not saying that I'm beyond reproach for what I do. Oh, I'm going to reproach you then. Yeah, reproach. I'm going to approach you in the morning and then I'm going to reproach you in the afternoon. I thought you were going to say you were going to approach me in the evening. Sure. Reproach me at supper time. <laughs> With reproach on a bagel. You can get reproached anytime. Very good. <laughs> Jimmy. Wow. Last week was your <laughs> this spin. This is great man. content, dude. <laughs> We're killing it. We're moseying. Jimmy, last week you spun. Sure did. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Very disappointing spin. I think part of what's been bothering me about this spin is that when I spin, I want to have fun with it. I see it as an opportunity to take my own, you know, film interests and right. experience and then run it through the filter of the category. Okay. To find a way to share who I am with the listeners and with you two and Dink also. And so I'm not able to do that now. Now I'm just filtering what i spun strictly matt yeah just filtering that through i guess which one of them 
Which one of these movies that Matt wants to watch will I pick? It's a bummer. Spoiler. I want to watch all of them. It's a bummer, and it's especially a bummer because this is probably going to be the highest ranked film between the three of us of the ones that I've chosen. We were discussing last time all the movies that I pick are towards the bottom (laughs) bottom of of all of our lists. I've been picking terrible movies. And it's disappointing that when I finally get one to go up to the tippy top, it's going to be not my choice. I don't get to lay claim to it. I don't know if if it'll be at the top of the list. It might be. It'll be at least towards the top compared to Highlander 2 (laughs) and The Phantom. I mean, you like The Phantom. I did. That was fun. You know, whatever. Fun with a PH. You guys don't like Ghost Rider? That was the best thing I've ever chosen. <laughs> well, we were just talking about off mic. Believe it or not, we do talk off pod. Mm. Um, that last time, I spun strictly, Matt, and I chose No Dessert, Dad, Until You Move the Lawn. And Shanley, you were not for that movie. I'm sorry, Matt. I like a lot of movies that you've picked. No Dessert is Dad Before You Mow the Lawn is not one of them. Really? I'm pretty sure that's Would you say that in me choosing this movie, that I have destroyed your life? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Uh, Maybe. I mean, thankfully, I don't think about it anymore, but while it was happening, man, that was a a really low The movie is like 16 minutes long. It was not... (laughs) I think it was also so hard for me to like stay in the movie that I feel like I had to rewatch it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a rough time for me. Yeah, so, it's almost like maybe you should consider the strategy <laughs> of watching the movie the first time. I try to, I swear. Because it seems like almost every week you end up watching it again. I know. Well, to be fair. Do you really try to? Because you have this posture that's like, eh, I'll fall asleep tonight. I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> she, 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 and yeah. she gets mad when yeah. I'm like, Shanley, you're falling asleep. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. And I'm like, can you please just sit up? And then she like angrily kind of sit up. And then like within three minutes, she's back in the position she started in. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. We don't start movies till like midnight, kind of at the earliest. So yeah, and you have to get up early these days. So I it's try rough. to keep some semblance of a normal schedule. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get to bed early so that you can be up to watch the movie again <laughs> the next day. Also, um, Dinkelberg is relentless in the morning. I need to take him out. And you need to take him out. He's I, just, I mean, he's ultimately, that's what I need to mornings. do. One of these days, he least expects it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so so maybe that'll happen again, Jimmy. It will. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about Shanley falling asleep. Oh, what were you talking about? I was talking about maybe maybe the movie that I that I recommended is going to be at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Well, that's this is what we call a lose lose situation. If I pick a movie and we like it, then you get the credit. And if I pick a movie and it sucks, number one, I still chose it. And number two, <laughs> uh, then we have to watch a bad movie, p- 
probably at least two times. <laughs> so it's a tough, tough week for me. Well, last week when you spun it, I was during the <clears> recording, <throat> I was racking my brain about which movies I'd had wanted to like put put in a back catalog for Strictly Matt. Mm. And then I couldn't remember the movies. I went to bed and then stayed up for like another 45 minutes. And I think within within a half an hour of me going into the room, I texted you, I think, like 10 movies. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, I wanted to watch something. And you were like, nah, it's late. I got to get to bed. And then I started watching something else. And then like 20 minutes after that, all of a sudden I get this text of 10 movies. <laughs> all right. I, I'm really, really enjoying it. It w- were you interested in any of the movies that I sent to you? Uh, yes and no, Matt. Yes and no. Time to get into it. <laughs> well, yes. uh, before before we get into the nom- nominees, what is there any way that you can elaborate on that yes and no before? Well, I'm sure you know this, but there were a few films from your ten that I too have fond memories of. Really? No. Yes. I didn't know that. Uh, and I. Am kind of resisting. I have not chosen yet. Hmm. I came up with a five. I've eliminated some, but the Shanley method. There are some that I want to watch because I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder if that's still good. Hmm. Uh, and then there are some that I want to watch because I haven't seen it. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised that I've seen a few of your films. So basically, all of them are from the '90s, Pretty and much. Um, I think there's a few of them that I might have seen and I just don't know. Like, I might have been at, like, a weird summer camp and they put one of those on. <laughs> yeah, or when, when the camp counselors house. are bored. Or yeah. Just like, ah, oh, just kick on a movie. Roll out the TV a, cart. <laughs> like, I was at a YMCA summer camp okay. in North Shoreview. Beautiful. Kind of near um, <laughs> where Ariel's brother lives. Okay. I went to a YMCA camp there. And the only thing that I remember doing at this summer camp was watching spice world in like a multi-purpose room. Is that the only thing you remember? Because you guys did that multiple times. I think it was spread out over a couple days. (laughs) That movie's awful. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if that makes it into our weekly watch feel. I think now that Shanley remembers that it exists, we're one strictly Shanley away from Spice World. <laughs> Do you like on that movie, Shanley? Um, I, I remember liking the Spice Girls. I didn't care for the movie as much. I feel... okay. It has aliens in it, right? I think so. Was there also... Okay, I could be completely wrong and confusing this with something else. But was there also a guy who was like crawling out of toilets? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Well, whatever no I saw that saw that gave me nightmares about it. So you had to check the toilet first, make sure there's no absolutely. Idea. I get that. There's weirdos crawling around. All right, Jimmy, how, how do you want to go about this then? Well, I kind of want to just read all ten. Go for it. I have ten. Can this you... ten <laughs> is you tell Matt. anybody about this. All right, well, let's get this house. party started. Did you say potty? Potty. With two Ds, because it's a podcast? No, with two Ts. 
because it's a crap fest. <laughs> it's not a crap fest. These are this is a solid. All list. right. Well, the the people will determine. The people that. have spoken. The first on the list is the Wizard of Oz, nineteen eighty two. Heck to the yes. No ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, not, like n- no nothing, user reviews either. Nothing on there at all. It's um, sort of obscure. It is not available anywhere for streaming or for rental. It is only on YouTube, yeah. 100% for free. Yeah, I uh, a couple years ago I was working on a Star Wars puzzle. It's uh, now glued up and on my wall. And I kicked that movie on on YouTube. It was a delight. Yeah, it wasn't. You- uh, I watched the opening credits song. And you sang it earlier. It's all true. There are butterflies they can't pursue. It's terrible. It's like a weird... There was like a... I don't know if it's... So tell me if you guys felt this. When we were kids, there was some animation stuff that came out in the 90s from like lower budget studios or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we would see. Like the Penguin and the Pebble is one that sticks out in my mind. Uh-huh. Um, Rover Dangerfield. Yeah, all kinds of... Uh, uh, Rock-a-doodle. Dude. Rock-a-doodle, bro, for sure. I've yeah. never heard of any of these. Good for you. Um, <laughs> you and then you... there's... Sorry, I shouldn't have just talked over that. That's it. Never heard of them. I'm trying to be a lot more respectful to the Filipinos now that you guys have your first Olympic gold medal Woo! ever. To you, Shanley. It was a... It was a woman, Filipina woman. Yeah, Filipina won for the weightlifting, women's weightlifting for her weight class or something. Yeah. It's very cool. It was very cool. I was, I was emotional watching it. You came I into my room up. to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Matt, what do I do this? What do I do with this? My face is leaking. It's emotions. Uh, not only did that happen, but then I went into my bedroom. said, Shanley, I'm going through some stuff. I just teared up watching a Filipino woman win the gold medal. And Shanley was also tearing up for no reason. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm crying for no reason at all. It's like, yeah, okay, that's weird. So we had a moment. That's beautiful. It's a very human moment. Shanley came out. We rewatched the Filipino lady win the gold. And I cried again. And it was so cool. She was adorable, right? She was. And she, she was, was so very... happy. She was genuinely it was just a pure moment. so happy. I wish we knew fun. her name. <laughs> well, you know, she's the I, only Filipino gold. It was Diaz. It was like um, Hil- Hildi. Hildana. So it was like two like European names. like Together, yeah. English kind of names. Anglicized names. Okay. But you know how like sometimes Filipinos, Filipinos yeah, like will just like mash, mash it up and then like spell it different? Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of phonetically like, uh, it was like he- Heidi Lynn. Yeah, that, that lines up. H-I-D-I-L-Y-N. Heidi Lynn. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. It was like Heidi is a name. Lynn is a name. Heidi Lynn, but then spell it with two eyes. That's right. <laughs> And a J. Yeah. <laughs> J. <Heidi> Lin. <laughs> and the J silent. Mm. Very good. So anyways, uh, what I was getting at with the animation stuff is there's other things that I grew up with or watched at like school or in camps or at people's houses Yeah, that I didn't know if it was from our generation or not. Like I couldn't right. tell if it came out in 1995 
1972. And I feel like a lot of stuff that we grew up with just kind of happened and it was never like we didn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this feels like that. It's it lives in that space where it is from the 80s, but uh-huh. I wouldn't have been surprised if this came out in 1994. Well, it's got an interesting story. So this this movie is my first introduction to Wizard of Oz. Wow. I didn't see the Judy What? Yeah, I didn't see the Judy Garland movie That's until weird. I was like I don't know Thirty? <laughs> no, 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 not quite that long. But I, I grew up with this cartoon version of Wizard of Oz, and then I saw The Wiz, and then I saw the That's Judy Garland Wizard of Oz. Wow, weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, it's pretty cool. So I'm not saying it's bad. Weird things are always cool. Thanks, man. I take that personally. <laughs> uh, this Wizard of Oz 1982. It was, um, it was animated by an anime company. For the U.S. And then it was then dubbed into Japanese many years later. So this was like when anime was breaking into mm. into kind of the U.S. market. But it was still sort of under wraps because I think people in the 80s were still uneasy on the foreigners or something like that. Uh, but it, it stars the gal who plays Annie. And and it's really good. What? Uh, you, you know, Annie. Orphan Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. She plays Dorothy. Oh, that was Shirley Temple. No. What the hell? It ain't. Who the hell is Shirley Temple? Shirley Temple is animal crackers in my soup. Yeah, what is she famous for? Uh, Other movies. Is she just like... Like a little Dewey Dumpling kind of thing? She is a little Dewey Dumpling. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Shirley Temple in a situation. And we just watch that. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's what her movies were. That's weird as hell. She was a tap dancer, and she had ringlets in her hair. She was very cute. God damn, bro. All right, well, then let's refocus. So So this feels like one of those things. It's very weird, and I... I, uh, You weren't into it. I was kind of intrigued by just the, like, sort of, like, low-budget art style of it. It's probably also because it's a... Like VHS tape that was, <laughs> was recorded, like yeah. transferred into a YouTube video. Yeah, but um, it's a very delicate process. I yeah, that this one is not one of my finalists. Oh darn! But it it's was... really good. Does it kind of change your perspective of it? Like looking at it, and being like, oh, this is this is early American anime. No, really, no, not at all. It, and it's truer to the Wizard of Oz book too. Look, man, I like. Anime. I'm just trying to parti- like petition for this to become the one that we watch. No, tonight. I like anime that is Dragon Ball Z, and that's pretty much the. I like some like Adult Swim or um, Toonami kind of stuff, like Cowboy Bebop sure. or Inuyasha. Bless you. I loved those. Um, little tiny bit of like Gundam stuff, mm-hmm. but. You know, never really got super into all that. So, well, that's a bummer. Ooh, um, Full Metal Alchemist is sick. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this this doesn't scratch that itch for me. All right. Well, that's a bummer. I don't like this. Is like kind of more of like a like a low budget Studio Ghibli looking project. Yeah, it is. It's very much that. Or yeah. like the White Lion thing. Kimba. Kimba, yeah. Yeah. It kind of has those vibes. Definitely does. The movie that I was trying for the life of me to remember that I, that I wanted to put in my back pocket for Strictly Matt, it is this, Wizard of Oz, 1982. Mm, well, sorry, that was 
energy wasted. No. Maybe we can make an exception for Strictly Matt that it doesn't have to have the uh, five-week rule. We could do it every week. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. The weekly Next Matt up. wheel. We could do a spin-off podcast. A, a spin That would right. be wheel good. <laughs> Alright, so next on the list is Radio Flyer. 1992. Uh, this one had a 35% on the tomatometer mm-hmm. and an audience score of 73%. Big jump there. Yeah. Pretty that's, impressive. That's not too wow. uncommon. Almost two hours long. Tom Hanks is in it, Sorta. and uh, it's an Amazon rental. You have to pay for this one, which for me is automatically disqualifying. Are Are you only reading? Are you reading the five initially that are not on the list? Because I, I just be. need to prepare myself emotionally. Because we'll every see. time you mention movie, I'm like, oh, I love that movie. I kind of forget that I'm the one who sent you. Peace. <laughs> like, no way, <laughs> Ooh, dude. <laughs> I uh, love Radio Flyer. So I couldn't find much about it. When you look up Radio Flyer... You just get the wagons. You just get stuff about the wagons. Or like Radio Flyer trailer. Same thing. Okay. It's very hard to look up. <laughs> because they make trailers. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, so hilarious. I saw one kind of weird... Did you not grow up with this movie? No. Absolutely not. I don't think I heard of any movies on your list. Really? Yeah. Wait, so th- you're not choosing this one, right? No, this is off. Okay, so this movie is starring Elijah Wood and yeah. the kid from Jurassic Park. He's Timmy in, in Jurassic Park. Okay, And I loved this movie growing up. And I showed my wife this movie and she's like, this is the most horrifying movie I've ever seen. Why did you show me this? Because, okay, so it's told through the perspective of these two kids and the younger brothers being beaten by his mother's boyfriend and Which so one is that Timmy, Jurassic Park? <laughs> Jurassic Park Timmy, yeah. yeah. And so they devised this plan to make their wagon fly so that way he can escape the abuse of his would-be stepfather. And I, I don't know. I grew up with this movie. It's a, it's a lot about these. It's kind of like it, honestly. It's, huh. a, it's about these two kids who are living out their summer and having a lot of fun and adventures and things like that. And there was kind of this horrifying truth that they're escaping from. And the horrifying truth thing it didn't exactly go over my head as a kid, but it's not what stuck with me. And so when I showed my wife this movie, she's like, this is a movie about a child being abused. And I'm like, yeah, that's a part of it. She's like, no, 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 that's the whole thing. And I'm like, uh, it's a movie about kids that make a wagon fly. Okay, can I say something spoilery about this? There's something super interesting. I don't seen about everything when I see a wagon fly. <laughs> Okay, can I spoil something? Okay, so... I've seen a house fly. Maybe even a super fly. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the movie, they create uh, this airplane out of their radio flyer wagon, and the brother flies away. And he escapes the abuse of, of his mom's boyfriend. And then it smash cuts directly to the future tom hanks plays elijah wood as an adult and tom hanks said you remember wow. how i've they told- were really off on that huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you remember how i've told you that the the truth is in the eyes of the storyteller and he's like because this this is how i remember it and so a lot of people have interpreted that saying like no this kid didn't 
fly away on a plane made out of a wagon, this kid died. And Tom Hanks is saying, this is how I remembered it. Like, that's that's in the wow, movie. Wow, so you kind of had that moment with this movie. <laughs> that's how I remembered it. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, so that became such a prevalent theory of the movie because it, it that makes perfect sense with that line in the movie. And people have gone back and talked to the writer of the movie and he's like, no, 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 they make a plane and he flies away. <laughs> it's just one of those weird things where the fan theory is better. It has, yeah. like, has made the movie a little bit better. Huh. But I personally like that he flew away in a in a wagon plane. <laughs> better. Wow. All right. Well, well so that's great, dying. I feel but, great yeah. that we are not watching this one. I'm it's glad. pretty cool. We'll watch it sometime. No, Don't you worry. No, I'll, no, I'll sit you down no. one time. No, we won't. All right. Uh, next up. It'll make you cry. I mean, you do that all the time anyway. Next <laughs> on the list, Carpool. Yeah. You be Carpool. Bumping this off your list. Uh, Carpool featuring... Tig from Sons of Anarchy. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. also Tom Arnold uh-huh. as a uh, like robber. Yeah. Uh, who hijacks. So uh, this dude who's in a bunch of stuff is driving his kids and like their friends or other people. He's the coach from the sixth man. Yeah. He's driving uh, these kids to school in the morning. And one of them is Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. But just Josie cooked. though. Yeah. And, um, then, like, a guy basically commandeers his vehicle. And I have not seen this movie, but we watched the trailer. It's very interesting. Uh, I own this movie. Wow. Well, that actually that actually bumps it maybe into consideration. <laughs> uh, you mean it's free? <laughs> um, <laughs> this was a Hulu premium, oh. which is like 50 bucks. Uh, so it's like, yeah, no way. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of... Of, there's a group of films on this list that I was about equally interested in. Okay. Or close to each other. And they're all very similar. Uh, <laughs> all or they all feel very, very similar. similar. Well, The Wizard of Oz and the one about the kid getting murdered sound <laughs> pretty different to me. But starting from, starting from this, house, we're going to get into a list. In a, in a wagon. Uh, this is Carpool from 1996. 96. Ah, oh, the year Tupac died. Good thing we had some joy. It had a um, tomatometer of 13 and an (laughs) audience score of 39. Okay. Um, So it seemed kind of funny. And, like, maybe the guy learns a lesson about caring about his kids or something. That's exactly what it is. All movies in the 90s are about dads who take their work too seriously. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, you know, you watched the trailer, Shanley. What did you think? So I feel like I know what other movies you're talking about that were similar to this. Yeah. But watching them, watching the trailers for them, was just like, oh my goodness, I am brought back to this whole feeling of nostalgia where I have never heard of it, any of these movies. <laughs> but you know but, the vibe. Yeah, the whole they vibe. They all feel so mid-90s. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I feel it. like all the actors, I feel like, oh, I know that face. And like, they all had, like, the trailer guy. Oh, yeah. You know, the voice yeah, that did trailers in the 90s? pictures. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's going to have to pick up this kid and her sister. And then, like, Rachel Lee Cook comes out all hot. And, like, the kids are like, hubba hubba. Froggy from Little Rascals is in this movie. Okay. You know Froggy and Little Rascals? I... I hated the, like, full 
color version of Little Rascals. My grandpa had like a 20 VHS collection of like the old Little Rascals, the black oh, yeah. and white ones. And those were sick. I rented one from the Blockbuster when I was a kid because I, I really liked the the Little Rascals movie, mm-hmm. the one in color. And so I was like really interested in the Everyone franchise. Did. I was always the weirdo for hating that. Well, because you had the original first. Yeah. But I, I went back and I tried to watch those and I rented this movie and it was about Porky as like a, a Navy boy mm. and Buckwheat was a slave on the ship. My mom was like, we're turning this off. I'm like, why? Like I didn't, <laughs> I, like I didn't, just, so that was my only what, I mean, was it? Was that the entire box set that your grandpa had? No. Okay, good. It was, it was great. I honestly loved that. We should try to. We get should that. Do, Yeah, I'm down for that. We should. We can show it to my kids. So maybe. <laughs> they already brought up the Tar Baby recently. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Good stuff. Good kid. Uh, carpool not so, happening. But so you, Shanley. The, the nostalgia vibe it wasn't enough to carry you to be like, I want to see this carpool movie. This is probably the worst of the three that I mean, she watched with me. They were all very similar, but <laughs> that vibe was consistent throughout all of them. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? If any of those are picked, I'm totally in. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm just going to stay in that lane for a second then. Uh, next in that category okay. was uh, House Arrest. From 1996. <laughs> Heck yeah. 96 was a banging year. Dude, so this movie has a crazy cast. Uh, Shooter McGavin's in it. <laughs> um, Ray Walston, who I don't know if you guys know him, but he's Mr. Hand in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And he's also in My Favorite Martian. He was like in the show, I guess, back in the day. But he's also does like a cameo in the one with... Uh, Christopher Doc, Lloyd. Doc, uh, Doc Christopher Lloyd. Doc Brown. Yeah. Wait, who, um, who's this actor? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know who this is. His name is... Did you say Ray Winston? Ray Walston. Ray Walston. It's very cool old man vibes. Oh, I think I know who he is in it. Yeah. <laughs> this Yeah, uh, and it, it's got Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock, Jamie Lee, Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> uh, Wallace Shawn. The voice of Rex yeah, from Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's in also it. in a whole bunch of other junk. And um, this—I don't know the actor's name, but the woman who plays Rogue in X Men: The Animated Series, mm. she's in this movie cool. as well. Uh, so this one, Shanley, would you say this also felt similar vibes? Yep, totally. Do you know what this movie's about? Uh, we watched the trailer. It's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Pollak are getting divorced, mm-hmm. so the kids lock them in the basement to like talk through their problems and then all the other kids in the neighborhood also lock their parents in Mm -hmm. and jennifer tilly thinks that it's a pta meeting (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh there i think there was a couple other faces of children that i recognized yeah sure one of the kids was from billy madison i think he's one of the nerds that billy madison is friends with in high school yeah, I don't know if he is. He might be. They look very similar, but um, either way. But they again, what Shanley said, it's the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is this bumped off the list? Is that what you're saying? It's I didn't say that. Okay, let uh, me give you a screaming endorsement for this. This movie is a true story. Wow. It's a true story. It's probably like loosely, loosely, loosely based on a true story, but it is a true Did story. Did the whole neighborhood all lock their parents in one basement? 
I haven't or done. One kid lock his parents in the basement one time, and they, they let him out half For an, like hour an hour early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know. I haven't done a lot of research on it, but it is, which is kind of neat. Where you take something kind of horrifying in real life, and then make like a fun '90s kids movie romp out of it. Yeah, it's totally. really interesting. I don't know of any other stories like that. Yeah, I mean, you know. All right. All right. So that one had a uh, tomatometer ten percent. Audience score forty five percent. Dude, I'm so offended that these all have such low tomatometers. Yeah, I mean, what does that tell me about myself? <laughs> uh, the '90s did a great job of marketing movies to kids, and I think that there was a lot of movies that like kids loved that we loved it when we were growing up. So they did what they were trying to do, right? Uh, well, I but guess it's just I think adults couldn't get into it. If you think about the movie, like the kid movies that adults like, they're all like deep and tragic and sappy. And like kids will get into those like Pixar movies and stuff like that. But if it's just dumb, fun romps, like the critics don't like it, which I get. But that doesn't necessarily make it a bad movie. Yeah. So uh, like I, I think what I've learned from this is that my opinions are valid. Sure. <laughs> Next up, Camp Nowhere from 1994. Yeah. Very similar vibes <laughs> to the last two. Um, Christopher Lloyd uh, helps a whole bunch of kids have a fake summer camp. Yeah. Uh, he says he's kind of yes. an adult so he can be their counselor or whatever. I think they only bring him in because the Allison parents... Mac is in this too. I think he they only bring him in because the parents are going to come visit for like parents day or something. So they have to have an adult. Pretending kind of. to be the leader. I also own this on DVD. That's great. Uh, this Allison is a, Mack is also on this, Jimmy. This is on... Um, From No Desserts Dad? Yeah. It has... Yeah. Uh, you got some continuity there. Christopher Lloyd and Joey from 10 Things I Hate About it You. It sure does, yeah. He was killing it in the 90s. Yeah, he had that long Independence hair. Day. He's Independence Day. Uh, is he in Paper Brigade? I don't know what that is. It's a movie about a uh, paper boy. Like a group of kids that make a fake newspaper. And <laughs> he's and he's great in this. Um, also, fun fact: first on-screen uh, appearance of Jessica Alba. No yeah, lines. Uh-huh. She's just in the background, and she's like, she's not good. <laughs> she's a really bad extra. Yeah, when I put in Camp Nowhere, Jessica Alba was the first suggestion. Camp like, Nowhere, are Jessica you looking Alba. for Jessica Alba movies? <laughs> there's um, a, there's this really weird scene in it where. Um, they take an identical shot of a of a kid saying this line. He says, "Look, I won't tell." And they put that in the movie twice in in like one conversation. It's incredible. Uh, but overall, this is not a like a so bad it's good movie. I think this is a really good movie. Okay, well, this was the one that appealed to me the most out of the last three. So between Camp Nowhere, Carpool, and House Arrest. This one was the most appealing. Is that fair? Or do you think that it's it's uh, not? I haven't seen one? House Arrest in several years, and I've definitely seen Camp Nowhere in the last three years. Uh, I think Camp Nowhere might be the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a Boy from House Arrest is also in Camp Nowhere. Yes, I think I told you that earlier. Uh, I'm, it's clicking with me now. He's a kind of long hair kid. Uh, he looks like a character from Pepper Ann. Okay, um, so next up, we have North from 1994. Hell yeah! 
another Elijah Wood. I would. You grew up watching young Elijah Wood a lot. Yeah. Because you have these the two movies on this list, and then you also have... The Good Son. The Good I Son. The Good Son. That's another violent yeah. movie starring a young Elijah Wood. Mr. Howdy, is that what it was called? No, Mr. Highway. Mr. Highway. Macaulay Culkin throws a dummy <laughs> off yeah. of a bridge onto a speeding highway. <laughs> that movie's insane. Um, so, could you describe North? North bit? is is one of the most 90s movies ever. It's also got a crazy cast. It's got Elijah Wood. Oh. It's got Reba McIntyre. Uh, when I said Mr. Dan- Howdy, I was thinking of Captain Howdy from The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. You guys yeah, remember yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Not that different, mm, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, North has Elijah Wood, Reba McIntyre, Dan Aykroyd, Bruce Willis. That's uh... Captain Howdy. Um, oh, it, it's got a... Uh, Bruce Willis is like his... He like hallucinates. Sort of. Like a, it's like his like... Uh, uh, his dark passenger. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like... Uh, so, yeah, let me, let me back up. Let me back up. So, North, his parents are Jason Alexander and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, baseball was huge in the 90s. It sure was. And, and so they got the idea for this from that, basically. Like, he wants to be a free agent. Child? Yeah, yeah, and so he effectively divorces his parents, and it cr- causes this, unbeknownst to him, it causes this worldwide phenomenon uh, where all these parents' parents are falling to the beck and call of their kids, much like No Dessert Dad Till You Mow the Lawn. I think there's actually a scene where the parents are mowing the lawn, hmm. uh, and it's about North going to different families all over the world trying to find a better home for himself. Um Probably pretty problematic. It's a pretty racist movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that actually brings it up for me. <laughs> and uh, in every in every part of the world, there is a Bruce Willis variant, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a fun movie. It was one of those movies that I never owned, but every time it was on TV, I would just lose my crap. Ah. Like, oh. Cancel my meetings. North is on, and it's on TBS, so it's gonna be on for the next five and a half hours, <laughs> <laughs> taking into account commercial breaks. It's also briefly a musical. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, it's not. There's one musical number. You're trying to talk no, no, me no, back no. in. There's no. There's only <laughs> one musical number, and it's actually pretty fun. It's Dan Aykroyd and Reba McIntyre singing about living in Texas. Uh, so this movie is not on my list. Dang it! Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call in sick for work tomorrow and just have a ten movie marathon tomorrow. Tomatometer, fourteen percent. Audience score twenty seven percent. Ooh, that's one of the worst on the list so far. Probably because of the racism. Pretty racist movie. Um, Did I tell you that Camp Nowhere has the highest uh, audience score so far? Okay, with fifty eight percent. Yeah, that checks out. Actually, no, sorry. Radio Flyer had the highest of 73%, but that's too depressing, and I don't want to watch it, so <laughs> Camp Nowhere is the highest. You mean of out the, of the movies of the you're considering? Well, I mean, of everything else we've mentioned so far, except for Radio Flyer. It's, so it's okay. number two. All right. So we're rounding. We're, we're coming up on the end of the list here. We're, we're getting close to finishing this. Okay. Next up, we have... Man of the House from 1995. Yeah. So I loved this movie Heck when I was a yeah. kid. And I haven't seen it probably since the 90s. Really? 
but I loved it. And I remember seeing it and then seeing it like a few years later be like, Oh hell yeah. Man of the house. And it like really holding up. Yeah. So I hope that that's the case, but Chevy chase and Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor Thomas, Thomas yeah. Farrah Fawcett. This is on Disney plus. Is it? Oh yeah. That makes perfect sense. Allegedly takes place in Seattle. Totally doesn't take place in Seattle. Okay. I always thought it was in Northern California. I think it was filmed in Canada. This is a uh, tomatometer, 14%. Audience score, <laughs> Really 33. heavy in the teens. <laughs> yeah. My preferences. Mm-hmm. Almost what, everything. What, what was the... Uh, 33 for the audience. Okay. Um, fun fact, this is not the same thing as Man of the House with from Tommy 2005 with Tommy Lee Jones. But that has a higher audience score with 46%, which I was offended by. Yeah. Do you remember that movie, Shanley? Nope, I haven't seen it. Tommy either. Lee Jones is like a lawman or something. Yeah, and he has he to go to a cowboy like hat. sorority house. I think he's like undercover, trying to like As keep a sorority girl. <laughs> sorority girl safe or something. It's very dumb. So I'm so glad you bring this up. But that has a worse tomatometer of 9%. That was the last thing I had yeah. about that. Now, I'm glad you brought this up, though, because I have had multiple occasions, like way back in early digital cable days... I'm like, oh, Man of the House is on. It's setting a reminder and just yep. being super jazzed. Same for me, And then dude. it's Tommy Lee Jones. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It there were also happened. times where, like, it's like, fool me once, shame on me. Uh-huh. Or shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And so I would go to Info, and it'd be like, 1995, starring Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like, all right, we're in. Put the popcorn in, set the reminder, and I come, and it's the dang Tommy Lee Jones movie, <laughs> and they just got it wrong. Dude, so I had the same thing. All the time, Ugh, like the worst. Every time I saw Man in the House, I'd freak out, and then I would, and I started even doubting if this was a real movie. Norm from Cheers is in it. I was like, did I make up a movie? <laughs> like, because it would never be the one. And I was like, this movie is so stupid that they can't just only be playing the bad one. Like, why wouldn't they play the good one? Right. Um, but yeah, so it's a real thing. That's a strong. It is contender. the real thing. I'm glad, Shanley. You've never heard of this movie? Nope. Really? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is a riot in it. He's just full Jonathan Taylor Thomas in it. Yeah, like no holds barred. Really hangy sleeves. I'm pretty sure he has a slingshot at some point. No, I think he has a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow, even better. (laughs) It's so 90s and it's so awesome. It's really good. So yeah, just another like kids empowerment movie from the 90s. Uh, Also about a relationship with dads. Yeah. Is Chevy Chase's stepdad? Uh, his like mom's boyfriend, se- yeah. stepdad to be, yeah. and they're trying to bond. He's your Chevy Chase is trying to be. Sorry, Chevy Chase is trying to bond with <laughs> Did him. Did you like that, Shirley? I made Shirley laugh. I thought that was only for me. Mm. <laughs> I think because you went for it. Thanks. Yeah, made it. Cool. I really want to watch that one. Cool. The last of the like kind of kids category. Richie Rich from 1994. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay, Macaulay in the house. Mac. He's, he's rich. <laughs> he's Richie Rich. Darn right he is. And Van Pelt from Jumanji. Mm-hmm. And Macaulay Culkin's like a rich kid. It's basically the whole thing. His parents go missing. It's kind of like an Somewhere. Artemis Fowl-esque film. I remember liking this. I don't remember loving it. 
I feel like I watched this and Dennis the Menace. They're very similar movies. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd is in Dennis the Menace. Uh, and I also watched The First Kid a lot around the same Very time. Very similar as well. You have a Sinbad. So, so yeah. <laughs> I wish this movie had more Sinbad. Um, <laughs> you wish this list had more Sinbad? This movie. Oh, Richie, Richie Rich. Richie Rich with Sinbad? Mm. Sinbad as Cadbury? Sure. Or as Keen Bean? Keen Bean is the mad scientist that works at their house. Tomatometer, 24%. Really? Audience score, 32%. I remember it actually being a bad movie, like going back It probably watching. is. So I have a personal thing with this movie. Maybe I've brought this up before, but there were two movies that as a child I purchased with my own money. Two VHSs. Mm. I think it was like post-Christmas or something. And it was a very Brady sequel (laughs) and Richie Rich. And just to be jerks, my brothers would never watch those movies, even though they really liked them. At the time, like when I bought them, (laughs) they were like, yeah, get that movie. And we would do this like nightly ceremony where... Where he'd be like, oh, what should we watch tonight? And like, and every time I go, Richie Rich, they go, no, <laughs> or very pretty sequel, no, like just, just because I bought it. <laughs> That's what it's like to be a younger sibling. That's yeah. hilarious. As a I really like oldest that. sibling, that that is just, I'm sorry. You wish you thought of that. <laughs> oh, I totally. I was, I was mean to my younger siblings. <laughs> But, I mean, I also had to take care of them, so... Yeah, that's what they deserved in exchange. Yeah, like, yeah. If I have to take care of you, you're going to get some emotional damage. Yeah. For this. 100%. <laughs> that's so great. I, there's like this massive... I almost bought you... We were at the mall at the nerd store. One of the many at this mall. Okay. The the mall in Tukwila, South Center, has A so many nerd nerdy stores. stores. Yeah, I like it. Um. But we were in one of them, the one with all the puzzles and, like, board games and stuff. Yeah. And they had several Brady Bunch pop vinyls that I was, like, Interesting. pretty tempted to find one that I thought was funny and get it for you. Nice. Did they have but, Greg Brady as Johnny Bravo? No. That sounds awesome. Not Johnny Bravo the cartoon. That was his stage name when he sang. Oh, well, damn. Yeah. I'm really Sorry. not into it now. Um, The grown-up part of my psyche is like this movie's really bad why would anybody want to watch this but the deprived child within me that never got to watch this as frequently as i wanted to it's like no we must we must seize the day matt we must watch this movie well it has a better tomatometer than most of the man of the house in most of the movies yeah yeah. um it's not good 24 (laughs) percent not even 25 uh but I'm tempted. Okay. Uh, I feel like I could handle Richie Rich being bad more than I could handle Man, Man of, of the House Hulk. being bad. I think, I think Man of the House heart. holds up. It's got a I mean, Return to Innocence by Enigma. In that's it. a 14%. So it's pretty hard to overlook. Um, Forget the suits, man. Yeah, you are. You just don't know it. <laughs> um, all right. Next up. The Muppet Movie from yeah. 1979. It's very funny. I hate musicals, and I do not understand the Muppets. Dude, love the Muppets. So this actually draws me in a little bit. It must have the highest Because score. it does. Uh, but because this is like the Muppet Movie, yeah, it precedes all... 
of the like themed Muppets. I don't get the Muppets. So they basically is is are they just like kind of like the American Horror Story thing, I don't where know, like you bring back show. the same. It's the American Horror Story brings back most of, if not all, of the same actors every year. Oh, but okay. it's a completely like independent story. No, it's it's actually. But not. they're like playing different characters in it. It's, I feel like the Muppets do that, where it's like the Muppets Christmas Carol, and it's like it's the Muppets, but we're pretending that they're Tiny Tim and, sh- or the Muppets Treasure Island, which will yeah. come up later. Uh, well, no, 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 no. And they're there, playing there, there's a mythos. There's a mythos behind it, and it's because the Muppets are performers; they're entertainers. And so, when you watch a Muppet movie, it's within the universe where the Muppets are actors. And so, a lot of those movies in the in the credits, it, it'll say like Muppet Treasure Island, for example. It'll say, "Oh, damn, I'm forgetting the character's name," but it'll say like Kermit the Frog, Billy Bones. Is but Billy more. Bones is Billy Connolly. He's a human actor. Oh, well, whatever, man. That's someone from Treasure Island. Yeah, no, but it'll say... I haven't seen the stupid movie. Well, it'll say Kermit the Frog is playing this character, right. the cast, rather okay. than saying Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Or... Yeah, yeah, it's Frank Oz in there, I think. But so anytime you have a Muppet movie, it exists within the universe where these characters are actors, and this is a production that they've put on. And even in the movie, if they're playing a self-named character... It's supposed to be within that universe. What? So, so sometimes... So in the Muppet movie, it's not like a story that's actually happening to Kermit. It's Kermit playing this. It might be in of... the exception of the Muppet movie. Because that's the first one. And that movie is about Kermit the Frog going to Hollywood. What about the Muppets? The Muppets, the TV show? No, the, like the newer movie. Oh, yeah. The, that... the Yeah, that, um... one, that one might be... Sort of Damn it, what's just not Jermaine's name, Brett McKenzie. Brett McKenzie, it's Jason yeah. Siegel and Brett McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one might be a little bit further out of the, out of the universe because I think it's supposed to be like their real life. Yeah, there, there's this whole universe with it. It's really great. But the the good thing about the Muppet movie from the '70s is this is not Disney. It's not anybody else. This is Jim Henson, and it's it's very very funny. And and the music in it is great. Yeah, so I'm tempted, just because I want to like give it a fair shot. Yeah, and then resume hating it. Well, well, maybe it'll alter the way you see the other Muppet properties. <laughs> it, it might, but it won't. But it might. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm considering it as a, an option. One- Shanley, do you also dislike the Muppets? I wouldn't say dislike. I've just always avoided. The Muppets. I like, loved I just, the Muppet Babies or whatever. Loved it. I've been aware that the Muppets are like a franchise. Yeah. I've never been interested. I don't really get it. Have you seen any of them? No. None of them, really? No. You've never been like at a YMCA camp and they've threw, thrown on a Muppet movie? No. So I I feel like I realized this when I was younger. but like, I would have thought that Catholic school crammed the Muppets down your throats. I don't know why. I just definitely thought that. that no, the Muppets um, are pretty I- immoral. <laughs> so my mom is very, like, I'd say brand loyal, mm-hmm. but, like, oh, there's certain okay. things that she is loyal to. Like, she'll pick, like, sync and be like, Backstreet Boys can go to hell. Actually, it was the opposite. She picked Backstreet Boys, 
and we were allowed to listen to Instant like not not allowed, but she like would we are a backstreet she would family. never play in sync. I had to like with my dad go buy in sync CDs and play it in the car with him. But no, she was like, Yeah, rebellion. no. <laughs> I know, it was a real rebel back in the day. I was a backstreet. She was right boy. about that. Yeah. I did not pick N Sync. And of course Justin Timberlake yeah. won. But Backstreet Boys were better than NSYNC. So that was one thing that she was like loyal to. Um, she was really loyal to Disney movies. So I feel like that's why I am very familiar with Disney movies. Right. Um, especially ones that came out, you know, in our lifetimes. Right. Um, but besides that, I feel like I... I I was aware of there being other movies, but like not really until hanging out with other kids and they're talking about like Land Before Time and like oh, right, all right, these yeah. other franchises that I didn't actually like watch until I was like a teenager. Right. So a lot of these are just going right over my head or I'm like, oh, I remember hearing about that, but I never saw it. Hmm. Or I saw it later in life. But the Muppets uh, were, were bought out by Disney pretty early on in our lifetime. Still no. I think it's it was one like of those also... things that doesn't count, you know, like like the Simpsons. Yeah, like Disney owned a lot of things that like they weren't really pumping out as like Disney. Check us out. Well, like Nightmare Before Christmas for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't count that as like I don't think of that as being a Disney thing. Now I know it is because Disney's like commercialized it a whole bunch. Right. But like they, I remember growing really... up thinking that's like yeah that's not Disney. Yeah. But I remember watching that a lot. So okay. I don't know. It wasn't like a hard rule, but. But the Muppets fell outside. Yeah. Also, musicals suck. And I feel like musicals can be overlooked if it's like a Disney animated movie. Or non-Disney, I guess. Like, animated things work. But this is a little too live action for me. No human characters sing in the Muppet movie. Well, they will, like, act out or, like, respond in the songs and stuff. There's parts where it happens. I don't think in this movie... Okay, well, in some of them. I thought we were yeah, just talking about hate. Oh, right. Because the final film on the list, which is less appealing to me, Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah. 1996. Tomatometer, 70%. Audience score, 78%. Wow. I do like that it has Billy Connolly. And Tim Curry. Uh, who's from The Hobbit and Boondock Saints and Brave. Um, from The Hobbit? He's in The Hobbit. One of them. Not like The Hobbit. He's in The Hobbit movies. Interesting. I didn't Who know is that. he in um, Boondock Saints? He's the old man. <laughs> I think he like taught them Scottish. how to how to boondoggle. Hmm. Okay. I, he has a weird name. I forget what it is, but he's like, you know, he like he's he used to kill people, and then he like comes in at the end and helps them kill people. He's also Doctor Montgomery Montgomery in the series of unfortunate events movie. Yeah, he's very cool. He's a super cool. He has like almost like a. He's somewhere between the actor who played nearly headless Nick. Oh, yeah. And Sean Connery. He, like, lives right in between Mm. those two guys. That's a sweet place to live. But, like, with a lot less success. For the longest time, I thought nearly headless Nick was Billy Connolly. Yeah, he does look like it. It's like that dude who's also kind of known. He's in things. I bet he doesn't actually look like that in real life. You you recognize his face if you saw him. I forget what what his name is. But I think that guy was doing Billy Connolly. For the nearly, and that's how he got the part. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Gross. Um, But yeah, Tim Curry. I'm always like intrigued 
Tim Curry says that this is uh, his favorite acting role. Yeah, as long he John also Silver. seems like a psychopath. Yeah, he's gotten gross in old age. How so? Well, okay, his character in Psych is really disgusting, and I just assume that that's who he is in real life. <laughs> well, Oddly enough, uh, I listened to Tim Curry narrate a series of unfortunate events, all of the books. That sounds super cool. It's so freaking good. That sounds great. He, he's excellent. Put that on the list. We'll do that tonight. We'll just sit and watch, listen to the audiobooks. I would definitely fall asleep immediately. Yeah. It's funny, though. All right, so that's the list. That's the films. So which ones are you actually considering? All right. I am considering Richie Rich, The Muppet Movie, Man of the House, Camp Nowhere, and, I mean, I guess House Arrest, but honestly, that's out. Um... So Camp Nowhere, Man of the House, The Muppet Movie. Why, why is House Arrest out? Rich. Because of the availability because of if it. I was going to pick a movie from those three that I haven't seen, but like fits in that role, okay. I'm just more interested in Camp, Camp Nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, Carpool, I already cut it out like because we had to pay for it. But hearing you say that, I have it, that yeah. you have it is making me still consider it, but I think it's not there. Okay. I think it, I just I already said no, so I think it's off the list. Okay. Do you know yet? Because you said you were you still weren't sure. You know this really shook things up for me. Talking um, through him. Yeah. Uh, and now he's going with Wizard of Oz, nineteen. Yeah. You know what? You talked me into it, buddy. Radio Flyer. Oh, change yeah. your heart. Do you prefer the Muppet movie to the Muppet Treasure Island? That is a super complicated question. That's like a do I prefer Empire over Revenge of the Sith? Muppet Treasure Island is like one of my favorite Muppet movies, but it's not as good as the Muppet movie. Okay, but it's so, so in, in that if comparison, I had to choose, like I do like I'm more likely to watch Revenge of the Sith than Empire, right? But it's very close. But if I could only watch one of them ever again, it would definitely be Empire. Right. Like, it's right. not even exactly. close. There's no chance that I would pick Revenge of the Sith over Empire. Okay. But it's close. But but that, that's, the, that's the conversation here. Muppet Treasure Island is not as good of a movie as the Muppet movie, but I think Treasure Island is a little bit closer to my heart. I quote mm-hmm. it all of the time, and I think about it night and day. Shanley, that's a hilarious team. <laughs> I, I really do. Shanley? Is there a movie from my four finalists, Richie Rich, One of the Two Muppets, Man of the House, and Camp Nowhere? Is there one that you would most like to watch? Um, honestly, I think it's like a four-way tie, three or four-way tie. That's that's how many movies there are. No, but you you picked both Muppets. I guess. I so mean, there's in that there's five possible sure. choices. A Muppet. And but in it that, I am equally. I'm interested in Camp Nowhere just because that seems fun and ridiculous, and very '90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in Man of the House because both of you guys have seen it and remember it a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm down. You guys remember liking it? I'm down to watch that. And then also, I'm curious how it stands up to your memory. And then. I'm interested in giving a Muppets movie a shot. I'm honestly not interested in Richie Rich at all. 
Neither am I. <laughs> it's your list. I know. That's the inner child within me that's like, this is our chance, Matt. We can watch this movie. Okay. Can I give my input on it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Man of the House, you and I have seen it. I'm just going to let you know right now, Camp Nowhere is off the list. What? That was going to be the one that I was going to say. <laughs> Well, let, let, let me explain yeah, go ahead, first. Say what okay. you're saying. So, Man of the House, you and I have seen it. So, it's it's a little bit less in the spirit of me showing you guys a movie. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, and then the Muppet movies, both of those, you're going to get the chance to watch mm-hmm. one. <laughs> I think I've definitely sat you down and made you watch Muppet Treasure Island before no. on my iPad. No way. <laughs> really? It's, I mean, it sounds like something you would have tried to do. <laughs> But there's no way that I went with it. Okay. I was just going, nah, I'm doing something else now. Richie Rich is probably not a good movie. Camp Nowhere, I think, is the epitome of 90s movies. It's got Christopher Lloyd in it, for one. Uh, it's about a bunch of kids. There are super soakers in the movie, and it takes place in a camp. It is the most 90s movie that there's ever been. There's a 4th of July scene that has a bunch of kids going crazy and running amok. There are hijinks in it. And there's that... Uh, you remember I, I made that quote uh, where T.R. Polk says um, he's counting the money and he says, you're a little short. And the boy says, yeah, well, you're a little fat. Mm-hmm. It's it's a funny movie. And Christopher yeah. Lloyd is amazing in it. I love Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So why, why did you bump it off your list? Uh, because I just feel like it doesn't stand out enough. I, w- I watched the trailer for it. And it just was like, yeah, this is like so. A, so this, this, it's just like another '90s kids movie. Can I a little bit better elaborate on the plot of this movie? And you can, you but let me ask you a question that I want to know first. Okay, it's not personal. What would it? one thing, if you had to say one specific thing to each of the two Muppet movies that you think I would like about that movie? What would it be? One so thing Muppet about Treasure each. Island and the Muppet movie from 1979. What's well, one statement for each movie that you think I would like about it? He's really making you work here. Yeah. Uh, I just want to know because it's, it's Matt's the Mu- The Muppet movie has a lot of adult humor in it. And I don't mean like inappropriate things. It's just as, yeah. it's clever humor that goes over kids' heads. I saw the one line about like staying away from women. That's my... That's my, so motto, my motto, but I can't. Neither can I. That's my trouble. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like stuff like that. Was, Dude, Rolf the, Rolf the dog is, is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Muppet movie has a lot of grown-up humor that uh, I find very funny as an adult. I actually I watched this movie in the gym once while I was on the treadmill, and I had to turn it off because I was laughing out loud. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Okay. Um, Muppet Treasure Island, it's... Uh, it's a it's a magical movie. It, it's definitely a Disney version of the Muppets, and so it's kind of got that feel of it. it it's um, I was gonna say, you know what? It's a lot like a Muppet Christmas Carol, <laughs> <laughs> but but it is. It's a it's a Disney fied Muppets movie, and so if you're not interested in the Muppets, this is a little bit less of the Muppets. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island is a little bit less. So you, you, you could take that or leave that if that's something mm-hmm. you're more interested in because yeah, it's less. Okay. No, that helps me. Thank you. Okay. So now I have a hierarchy in my head. Now, what's your argument for Camp Nowhere? Okay. So and after this, I demand any closing statements from Shanley 
And then you don't have to have any, but if you do, then no drum further roll, deliberation. Then drum roll, because I will have a decision. Okay, so the way that they've devised the hijinks in Camp Noir is actually pretty genius. Okay, so the it the movie opens with it being the last day of school. Everybody's excited to go on go to summer, but the main character, whose name is Maurice, and everyone calls him Mud, he's bummed out because every year his parents send him to computer camp and all of his friend group are like damn yeah like I, I wish I could have a summer but my dad sends me to military camp my mom sends me to like acting camp and my mom sends me to fat camp and they say well what if we pool the money that our parents normally spend on camping and we rent out an abandoned camp and they so they hire Christopher Lloyd to go to each of the parents houses pretending to be uh, a camp counselor from these non-existent camps and the plan is that they just get to live on this camp all summer long and they have a bunch of money because summer camps are expensive yeah it sounds good yeah so it's not just as as simple as them making a fake camp there's actually kind of a a, a smart reason for that right it's kind of neat it's kind of like uh accepted it's a little bit like Accepted, yeah. Sounds exactly like It's accepted. exactly the same movie as Accepted. <laughs> it's Accepted meets Heavyweights. Yes, and... it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm ready. I made my decision. Oh, I got to do drum roll. Drums, please. Hit it. And the winner is... The Muppet Movie, yes. 1979. I thought that this is where this was going. That's awesome. I picked it because the the truth is, you making me have more of an interest in Camp Nowhere pushed me further away from it. <laughs> because this is the movie, this is the movie that I was like curious about, but the least interested in. There's like a there's like a, a, a balance that I was looking for, for like okay, like I'm I'm there's a reason for me wanting to give this a shot. Okay, but I do not want it. And I like, oh sure. I, so I don't then think I could tolerate went. the Wizard of Oz. Uh huh. But everything else that like sounded cool, including Camp Nowhere, it's like, dude, part of me wants to watch that, and so I'm not going to do that for my strictly map pick. Okay. Because I'm picking something that's like, yeah, the m- most strictly map. It's more most like, in the spirit. Of I've, I map. would. I might have watched any of the other movies on this list on my own, or like, Except at someone's for Wizard recommendation. Of Oz. This. Well, just because also I didn't watch a trailer for Wizard of Oz. We watched the first like three minutes of it. <laughs> so because I didn't, it's not even like, oh, I kind of got an idea of what it is. I started watching it and I was like, nope, turn this <laughs> off. That's why I'm like, yeah, no. I'm, okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the Muppets, it feels the most purely strictly Matt. Cool. So I'm really I, excited. I'm absolved of any guilt if this sucks. It's it's not going to suck. It might. You, it, I think at the worst, you're going to find that it's it's just... Not for you. Mm. I don't think you're going to think it sucks, though. And also, one last thing. I love Pirates, and I love the show Black Sails, which is kind of a, a Muppets riff TV show. off of the Treasure Island story. story. Yeah. Um, it's like that mixed into like historical accurate pirate yeah. lore. Really, all fictional pirate stories are just yeah treasure island respun mm-hmm. yeah and so i don't think that i could handle that movie 
I think you would be frustrated with historical inaccuracies of it. I think, yeah, it would piss me off. I'm like, I don't need the Muppets added to pirate shit. And I'm just going to be this would have been so much better with no Muppets. <laughs> they, there's one scene, though, where Kermit, he's the captain of the ship, and he rips open his shirt. I thought Tim Curry was. He's Long John Silver. Uh, that's not exactly how it works. But anyway... Uh, Kermit rips open his shirt and he's got a very piratey or like nautical tattoo of Miss Piggy over his chest, which oh, is really funny. He, it's, uh, it's a mutiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So it was funny to see Kermit with the tattoo on his chest. That does sound funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'm All really right. excited for this. Yeah. This and, is awesome. You know, it's going to happen. Great. Shannon's going to get a nice musical nap get that rainbow connection well so the movie opens with uh um an academy award-winning original song so you'll catch that before you fall asleep you've heard it before we've all heard that song rainbow connection i have no idea you'll know it once you hear it do people who are not in the muppets know that song yeah okay it's also you'll know it from the office uh andy sings it when he brings his banjo cool i'm really excited okay well without further ado we should just jump right it's into on this. disney plus it is on disney plus watch the muppet movie even if you know it extremely well watch it with us and then we'll catch everybody on the other side of it where we have our spoiler heavy post-watch discussion bye everyone this is gonna suck it's not gonna suck shanley tell them it's gonna suck I'm actually excited for this one. Damn it, Shanley, just see it's gonna suck. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep. Oh, th- oh. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as good a time as we did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLYWatchWheel or via email at weeklywatchwheel at gmail.com. Peace! <laughs> It's the Weekly Watch Wheel. Hello. My name is Frank William Abagnale. Jim? Um, Billy Costigan. Ooh, nice. My name is Jack Dawson. Wow. My name is Teddy Daniels. My name is... Romeo Montague. Nice. My name is Howard Hughes. Nice. My name is Jay Gatsby. Mm. Damn it. I just looked up I looked up the name of the guy from Wolf of Wall Street. And I it's I Jordan okay. Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. Jordan Peel. No. Okay. Um I'm out. My name is Monster Candy. Nice. I mean, it's kind of cheating, but... Yeah, I know. My name is Andrew Latis. Mm, that's it. Mm. And then what's the names... Uh, or what's his name from Inception? Dominic Cobb. Dom. I would never guess Dominic. He's all about family. <laughs> uh, and then he also has a few aliases in Catch Me If You Can. He's a- Frank. Alii. I think it's aliases, isn't it? It's alii. Alien. Uh, there's Frank Connors, Frank Black. Hmm. And Barry Allen. I almost said um, 
Gilbert Grape's brother, but that's totally off too.